Hallelujah. We are thanking God for today. And we know that you are also there thanking the Lord for today. We give him all the glory. We give him all the honor and all the blessing. Hallelujah. Today we have a brand new topic. It is what is your level of commitment today? What is your level or what is my level of commitment today? Is my commitment the same or has it come down or is growing gradually? Or has it remained same? So we'll try and uh, uh, see what God will teach us and how if if what step we may be able to take to strengthen our commitment. That is very important as well. So we see what God will do in our life. So let's uh, begin. Please join with me in prayer. Father, we just want to thank you. We bless you. There's none like you. There will be never anyone like you. You are awesome. You are glorious. You know, you are the first and the last. You are the bright and the morning star. You are the ancient of days. Abba Father, our Father in heaven, we thank you, O oh God. We worship you. Yes, there, there is no God that we can say this is an alternative that is equal to you. We bless you today. We honor you, Father. We come in our lives before you. Today, we continue to seek you. We need you in our lives. We cannot do it by ourselves. We need you. Teach us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? God is a teacher. He will teach us. He will mold us. And he will lead us in every area of our life today. I hope you are ready. So he will teach us. He will lead you. And he will show you the way we are willing we yield to him. Father, we are willing and we are yielding to you, Holy Spirit. Lead us thus and protect us from enemies' uh, intent to destroy us in the name of Jesus. Now, on this note, continue to pray with us. Pray for, uh, pray with us uh, for Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. Pray for Reverend Dr. Donna Ghani, pray for the family, pray for each and every children, every ministers of Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, pray for every one of them. You know, two is better than one. So we join together in unity, we can move mountains. Hallelujah. So we uh, thank God for their lives and we pray that God will continue to strengthen. Uh, Reverend Dr. Gan, uh, Donna Gani and the husband Henry and the uh, 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 the family uh, as well and the ministry as a whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So we are talking about commitment and I kind of phrase it as what is your level of uh, commitment? But before I go there, uh, let me define commitment as I see it in the dictionary. 
It simply means a state or quality of being dedicated to a course, to uh, activity, etc., etc. And it gave some uh, example: the company's commitment to quality. You know, some of the uh, company has some uh, uh, standard they follow, but they they are committed to quality. Some some company they are committed to safety. Some co uh, companies are committed to uh, um, uh, training. They want to train their workers. Uh, the some companies are committed to uh, uh, com uh, customer service. Customer service is number one in their agenda, and they are committed to maintaining that customer service quality, maintaining the standard, serving the customers. So they are there for the customer. In the same way, some companies are committed to quality. That is, they are number one uh, uh, agenda in their scheme of things is quality, number one. So maybe number two will be safety, maybe number three will be customer service, maybe number four will be training, and so on and so forth. So they are committed. They will do what it takes to do it. You see, in fact, there is no going back. So in the same way, we have uh, synonyms of commitment like uh, dedication, uh, devotion, uh, allegiance, uh, loyalty, faithfulness, and so on and so forth. So when we look at this, you will see that there are all kinds of commitment we might see today. We might see commitment in our family. I just talked about uh, 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 workplace, um, companies. I just talked about an example of that. Companies, now we, we, we have commitment in the family. How about when we talk about marriage, it's a commitment. You see, so number one example of commitment in a marriage between a husband and a wife, we make commitment, right? We are committed to the marriage. See, we establish it that it's going to stand. We establish it that what God has yoked together, that no man will be able to put asunder. No spirit, no demon. No principalities, no power will be able to what? Hallelujah. So we also see commitment in uh, uh, in the church. We see commitment uh, in the ministries. See, the ministries we find ourselves in, which we have been appointed to, to serve. We are committed to every fabric of that ministry. So we do everything to make sure it succeeds. Maybe you've been assigned to uh, the ushering department. You see, so you will be there every day in the morning. You uh, get all the plates ready, uh, get all the offering uh, uh, envelopes ready. So you know what to do. You know when to go for the offerings. You know 
you, you, you are attentive, you are committed, you are dedicated to what God has assigned you to. You see, the same with, with uh, uh, arranging chairs, uh, you, you are going to claim. Nobody tells you to go and claim, right? It's a ministry God has appointed you to. See, so you are dedicated, you are in loyalty to that ministry, to that branch of the ministry. You have an obligation now. You, you have a responsibility before you. Uh, it's a commitment that we must do for that part of assignment we have been given in that ministry. So you will do it to the best of your knowledge. You will do it with all your strength, with all your might, and with all your love. And that is where the blessing comes from. Because we are what? Dedicated. We are committed to what the ministry God has given to us. Doing it less, doing it with complaint, we need nothing. Okay? Because you have what? Remove your commitment. So in other words, we have to what? Do with all our strength, with all our might, and with all the, 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 that God has putting into you to do it. Hallelujah. Because you are what? Committed. Commitment. See? Commitment. Very important in our lives. Extremely what? Important in our lives. You see? You know, there is another area that you will also see in labels. You know, I've talked about uh, companies, talked about ministry, church. How about neighbor? Committed to your neighbor. Who is your neighbor? Maybe somebody uh, you you come across with, uh, just a friend, for example. Would let us not go to enemies now. Let's say neighbors, friends. Uh, a friends, um, maybe a distant friends, it's a neighbor, or maybe a friends at workplace. Yeah, friends at workplace, or maybe just a neighbor. You know, we have a room, then the next room. So you are committed. You see, you are committed to both. You 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 own something. You you are dedicated to each other. See, so it grows. See you you are committed, you are dedicated, there is a loyalty, you respect each other. He he respects you and you respect him. And and there might be times where uh it might be uh oh could you pick my charge for me because it's your neighbor or could you collect my my there will be a mail delivery uh, that it, it will come. I will not be home. Could you please help me receive that mail? There will be a package that is going to be delivered to me, so I will not be home. So please, could you uh, collect it for me? It's a commitment. You see, you have committed both yourself to each other, and it will happen because you are what? Committed to each other. And there is no doubt that you will not wait 
to collect that mail to uh, to your friend because both of you know each other. You have been committed to each other, and that commitment has been solidified. There's no breaking of that bond. It it is like a permanent bond. Hallelujah. How about our body? You know, this program is about spirit, soul, and body spirit. So how about the body and the soul and the spirit? Are we committed to our body? Are we committed to our soul? Are we committed to our spirit? Take for example, are we doing things that the spirit will enjoy? You know, the spirit of God will not enjoy cursing. For example, the spirit of God will not enjoy immorality. You know, the spirit of God will not enjoy seeing things that he will not be happy with. The same as God. God will not take interest. He's not interested or he's not focused on looking at obscene stuff that will not glorify him. Is that commitment? So when we are committed, we make sure we observe rules that will not make the other person begin to see us in a different light. So are we committed to our body? Are we taking care of our body? Are we knowing, understanding that the body is the temple of the living God? The body is not ours. It's borrowed. The body is purchased by his precious blood. The body is the temple of the living God. He dwells in the body. You know, he in in the old uh, 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 testament, there were temples uh, built as a replica of the things which is to come. But now in the new dispensation, our body is his temple. He has come to make it dwelling in us. It's a commitment. He has committed himself to us to dwell. He said, we, he will be our father and he will, we will be his children. So he will come and dwell in us. I, I may not have quoted it correctly, but you understand what I'm saying. He is our father and we are his children. So he will come and dwell in us and make a dwelling and is free to do whatever he wants. Somebody has come to dwell in your place. Uh, what do you tell him? Make your house, make the, uh, what do we always say? Uh, mm, uh, um, be free, right? Uh, comfortable, yeah, that's what I'm trying to make yourself what? Comfortable. So we are not trying to make him uncomfortable. You see, to some extent, you make him comfortable. He he holds himself to one side and he's not talking. You know, he, he will be quiet, not talking, because I'm not comfortable. He said he's, he's gentle, a gentle spirit. So he's not comfortable. So he's silent. He's, he's dormant. Most of the time he's 
made we made him dormant because he's not what comfortable you know when when he's comfortable when somebody is comfortable in, in your place he can go wherever he wants in the house go to the fridge goes to that room goes to outside coming because he's what free if he can do whatever he feels right or appropriate are we having a commitment to him that he can do whatever he feels right it's commitment very very important hallelujah committing our body what to him we have to we have to what commit our body to him you know on the last day this body this tent we will drop it i will go and meet with him i will give what uh, 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 a breakdown of what we have done in this body the body we so uh, love and shine uh, we will then give an account of what we have done so we have to make a commitment now hallelujah so jesus is telling us that in every fabric uh, every in every areas of our lives nothing should what nothing should supersede his commitment to us if there is any other commitment that we are getting from somewhere else that should be a fake one the commitment we have first with him we enable us to have a commitment to other person to things or to whatever you feel fit hallelujah so our commitment to him we hold us we enable us we strengthen us to be able to do commitment with the other person hallelujah hallelujah isn't that wonderful yes why are we not having commitment today look at what jesus said okay look at what jesus said for example for example the the the, the scripture is filled with so many examples of people that have made commitment either to God or to people. So many examples. Look at the life of Joseph. Look at the life of uh, of uh, uh, Jonathan and David. Look at the life of Paul himself. There's no one committed as Paul to the gospel. Look at the life of Jesus himself. A very great example. Hmm? And there are many tons of people like that that we can also show have committed themselves to God. How about Stephen, who was stoned to death, he was committed to Christ. Even if, even at the point of dying, he still said that we should have forgiveness. He still forgave. 
Level of commitment everywhere in the scripture. So why are we not having commitment today? And what is our level of commitment today? Let's see John chapter 5 verse 10. Okay? John chapter 5 verse 10. Hallelujah. So I read. It says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is judged, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father, which hath sent me. He can do nothing of himself. He cannot do nothing of himself. So as he hears from the Father, he does, because of that commitment. Because of that word, loyalty. Because of what they became one. Is loyal. Is committed. Why? Because he seeks not his own will. Many of the reasons why we are not committed today is because we are trying to seek our own. We are trying to what? Seek our own. We are trying to be what seek our own, and we are selfish. We are self-centered, and as a result, we are not obeying what God said. We are not doing the will of God. The will of God has said that this is our role, is our commitment. So we are not following what is there that has been laid out for us to follow. Can you see, for example, in a marriage, you see, when there is that lack of commitment, you will see that one will be seeking his own. He will be seeking his own. And there will be what? Self-centeredness. For example, you will be finding yourself regretting, why did I marry this stupid man or woman? Or we'll be daydreaming about uh, about being with someone else. Is that not selfishness? Or I was trying to say I'm going to look for somebody else. Or I would say uh, I'm going to find someone who appreciates me better. Those are levels of selfishness. trying to seek our own. We are not what committing, committed. In other words, we are not obeying God. We are not following. We are not doing what he says that we need to do of what is in that commitment. Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. You know, he could have be doing his own. Oh, I have the power as well. Let me do my own uh, thing here. What prevents me from doing my own thing here? I will be doing my own thing here. But he was committed to the Father, and he can of known. He can. He cannot. He could not do anything of his own. Now, uh, 
uh, John chapter 8 as well. John chapter 8. Let's see John chapter 8. John, the book of John chapter 8. There are so many places like that. John chapter 8, verse 28. Okay? 828. Then said Jesus, that is, he was speaking, then said Jesus unto them, when ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father has taught me, I speak these things because of that union. Because when we are becoming committed, we become one. You know, in a marriage, two, one plus one is one. In our commitment to whatever we have committed, we ought to be one because we have not come toward an agreement. We have come to a, a, a point where we made it that we have to do these things. We have come to what? A commitment. We have come to commit to one another. Hallelujah. There are so many other references to go over. Uh, If you have time, read uh, John chapter 9, verse 4, and also John chapter 12, verse 49, and John chapter 14, verse 10, and John chapter 14, verse 20. Hallelujah. Now, quickly, when you look at the life of of some people in the scripture. Let's take, for example, uh, Jonathan. You know, Jonathan was very committed to David. In the same way, David was so committed to Jonathan. There was that kind of loyalty between them, a dedication of no other. They were bonded together, and they become one soul. Let's read just one reference, okay? Time will not permit us to go through so many of the references, but let's read one reference, okay? Let's try First Samuel chapter 18. First Samuel chapter 18. Let's read from verse 1, okay? And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, okay? That the soul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would not let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garment even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. Can you imagine that? It's reached a point 
where he, he stripped of his own armor and gave it to what? His friend. Because of what? Commitment. They were committed together and they now have a common soul. See, whatever he speaks, the other one will, will speak the same. One soul. And they love each other as his own soul. Very important. So we have to be committed. We have to work committed. How do we strengthen ourselves now in commitment? We have to work, love ourselves as we also we love our own soul. Very critical in what? Strengthening our commitment. We have to reach a point where we have to look upon each other and see how we are we are in the Lord to be committed to one another. We have to be what? Committed to one another. There's going to be trials. There's going to be what? Fights. There's going to be what? Persecution. There's going to be trial in marriage. There's going to be trial in that commitment. You know, when you look at the life of David and Joseph and Jonathan, you discover that there was fights. There was trials between uh, during that process, trying to break that bond. But each time there was that shaking of that bond, trying to destroy it, their commitment only was even stronger. Nothing could break that bond of fellowship between David and Jonathan. Yes, there will be trials. There will be persecution. There will be stone thrown on marriages. There will be stone thrown on your head, uh, on, 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 on your body, trying to destroy that bond that stands between you and your body, your soul and spirit to destroy it. But we have to work worse, even stronger. Hallelujah. Jonathan stripped himself of the robe and gave it to who? To David. That is the next in line. See how serious that was? That is the next, his next in line to the kingdom. Yet he stripped that on uh, that uh, line, uh, whatever you call it, the rope, and gave it to what? Somebody else. Because that was not important. But what was important to him was that commitment. He knew right away that God has made him a king. And when God has made somebody a king, all we just need to do is just to be committed and honor. And that is exactly what he did. He committed himself to David. Hallelujah. 
Also read the uh, First Samuel chapter twenty, and read down. You will see how their bond became stronger. Hallelujah. Now, how about the life of Joseph? Is Joseph not amazing? Very amazing uh, uh, figure in the scripture. You know, Joseph was the type of what? Jesus Christ in the Bible. When you look at Joseph, you will see the life of Jesus uh, revealed. Hallelujah. So my time is running out. So Joseph is a great example of commitment to the Lord. Day in, day out, he was committed. Nothing will break that bond of commitment to the Father. You know, in in just one one verse, time will not permit me. I'm running out of time. Genesis chapter thirty nine, verse nine. Uh, let me just read that. Genesis chapter nine, thirty nine, verse nine. You see, that was when. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, that was when Potiphar's wife began to uh, 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 flirt with Joseph. Okay, look at what he says. In, uh, in let's read from verse eight. He said, "But he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed. See that? He has committed." All that he has to me, I mean, to my to my hand, there's no one greater than, there's no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against the law, against God? You see that? In the first case, he said, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So he was committed to the Father. He was committed to the Father. And that commitment made him to be, to be very much committed to his master. And his, father, his, his master had committed uh, everything in the house except his wife. To him, all that he has to my hand. Can you see that is in verse 8? Look, my master does not know what what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. He has committed. So he respected that commitment. He respected that dedication, that loyalty. He had it fame. Why? because of the commitment he had with the Father. And he was not willing to yield that commitment or to allow any other thing to supersede that commitment he had with the Father and also with his master. Nothing whatsoever was able to break that bond. Hallelujah. So what steps can we take to strengthen our what commitment? In the first case, 
realize that we have to be first of all committed to the Father. Commit yourself to Him. Commit yourself to God. Allow Him to rule your life. Allow Him to rule us. Allow Him to take hold of the body. Let Him come and yield Himself. Dwell. Be resident. Make a home. Be at peace in our hearts. Let Him dwell comfortably without restriction. Let him come. Come, Holy Spirit. Dwell in my body. Make home in our in my life and in my heart, in my family. I abide with you, Lord. Take my life and let it be. Use my mouth, use my hands, use my leg, use every fabric of my body, every area. There's no restriction to you, O oh God. I give myself unto you. I want to be your vessel. I want to be your leg. I want to be your mouth. I want to be your hands. I want to be your eye, your ear. Lord, come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, come, come. In the night, come. When I lie down, come. When I wake up, come. When I... When I sit, come. When I wake up, come. In the dream, come, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this body. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So call upon him right now. This is the time. Call upon him. Let him come. Let him come. Strengthen you. That way you become committed. With the commitment you receive, you will be able to be committed to others. In the name of Jesus. So ask him for that commitment. Hallelujah. Father, I commit myself unto you today. I said I will serve you all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus. Nothing, nothing shall separate us from the love you have for us. In the name of Jesus. With nothing whatsoever, I will cancel everything that will come to try to distract our attention from you. We come against it in the name of Jesus. We come against every distraction. We come against every trials, every persecution that will come. We come against spirit, every contrary spirit that tries to dissuade us, to try to frustrate our relationship with you, to try to cancel every attempt in making a commitment to you. We cancel you. In the name of Jesus, we cancel your power, we cancel your your strength, we cancel your distraction, we cancel every throne that you might try to throne over the body of Christ, we cancel you in the name of Jesus. Father, I want to lift our listeners before you right now, in whatever manner they have found themselves, prisons, in, uh, uh, outside, they'll be kicked out, in, in uh uh, in, in hospitals, in the prison, they find themselves being be delivered in the name of Jesus. 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 I say be delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. So we'll see you next time. God be with you. We'll see you in the name of Jesus.